Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good all the time. I want to appreciate the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Creator of heaven and earth, the author of our lives. Father, I worship you. I give you all the praise. I thank you, Father, for making it possible for us to continue this day. Give you all the praise. We give you all the honor because there is no like you. You are the Alpha and Omega. You are the soon coming King. You are Jehovah Nisi. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are Jehovah Shaman. You are Jehovah Rapha. We worship you forever. We exalt you because there is no comparable to you. In heaven, on earth, you alone is worthy. You alone deserve all the praise. We thank you, Lord God Almighty. We give you all the praise. We worship you, Lord God, because there is no like you. We will forever remain grateful to you because of all you are doing in our lives. We will forever remain grateful to you because of all you are doing in our lives. Thank you, ancient of days. Thank you, Prince of Peace. I worship you, Lord. I exalt you, O Lord God. I magnify your name. From eternity to eternity, you remain God. You remain God. There is no God like you. Every other God, they are the works of men. Thank you, Abba Father. Let's give him praise for all he has done in our lives. From the beginning of the year 2023, to this very day, let's give him all the praise. Let's worship him. He deserves all the glory, deserve all adoration because it is in him we move, we walk, and have our being. He has been so good to us. He has provided all our needs. He has fulfilled his promises to us in several ways. You have proved yourself mighty. You have proved yourself strong. You have delivered us. You have rescued us in no uncertain time. We thank you, O Lord. We give you all the praise. We worship you. Thank you for sending your son to die for our sin. And we also appreciate your son for agreeing to die for our sin. And sending us the Holy Spirit. And we also appreciate the Holy Spirit for coming to come and guide, to teach and lead us into all truths. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for keeping this ministry, keeping everyone connected online, offline, through different platforms available on the internet. I thank you, O Lord. I give you all the praise. Even for Uncall um, FM, which is now Spotify Podcaster. I thank you for this privilege you have given to us, the place you have made available for us in uh, Spotify. 
I pray that you will continue to help this team and empower them and give them grace to continue in this work and even become more advanced and prosper thereby in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for our nation, Nigeria. Thank you for what you are said to do. Thank you for what you already do. Thank you for what you will do. Thank you for all the churches in the land, in the north, in the south, in the east, and the west. Thank you, ancient of these. Thank you, Most High God. Thank you for being there. Thank you, Lord God, for being there. Thank you, Lord God, for being there for your church. I exhort you, magnify your name. We, as a church, we say thank you. We say thank you. We thank you, O Lord, for everything. We thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Because there is no like you. Most excellent God, there is no like you. For the hair we breathe. For the water we drink. For the food we eat. The ability to do all things. We thank you. We thank you. And we will forever remain grateful. The lost freed man ministry we remain grateful we remain grateful to you we can't pay you and we don't have anything to pay you with because everything we have now and that we will ever have belongs to you and it comes from you alone there's nothing that we have that didn't come from you even the most valuable aspects of our life come from you they emanated from you thank you lord thank you thank you thank you for everything in jesus name we have given thanks i want to use this medium to appreciate everyone that i'll be following um, my podcasts in a different platform i want to appreciate every one of you and i pray that the lord god almighty will meet your needs through his messages in the name of Jesus. I pray that the grace to be able to minister the word of God to you as expected be continually released upon me so that your needs will be met in the name of Jesus. Wherever you are listening to this podcast from, I want to use this video to encourage you that you share these messages that we have on our, our podcaster on Spotify. You share them with your friends, your family, your relative. Share it with everyone. Okay? So that the, uh, the message will keep on going out, going out and going out. And those who have not heard it will be able to hear. Okay? Don't just keep the message to yourself alone. Help us publish this message on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on WhatsApp, and so on. As you do so, the Lord God will richly bless you and reward you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. And if you also have a question to ask, you can also... Um, Go ahead and ask us by using the Q&A section in the Anchor 
um, in the Spotify podcaster, okay, which is also the Anchor um, FM. You can ask your question, all right? Then, um, by God's grace, I will be readily available to answer you. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, today I'm going to be sharing with us the message titled um, What is the Fear of God? What is the Fear of God? Okay, I'm going to start by laying the foundation today and other episodes are going to follow subsequently but today is just going to be an introduction okay it's going to be an introduction and subsequently we are going to be looking at um, other aspects that have to do with what the fear of god but today we are going to be looking at specifically what is the fear of god what is the fear of god you know when we talk about the fear of god different uh, translation of the bible have uh, one way or the other they have translated their own text concerning that word fear some have translated it to mean reverence worship respect honor Okay, and why uh, some have also explained it in different way other than the way I've explained it now, the way I have described it by using respect, reverence, um, respect, honor, hall, and um, the rest of it praise god now to fear the lord the scripture said said is to depart from evil okay so fear the lord is towards the parts from evil that is to say if you have the fear of god you will have to quit and have nothing to do with evil and wickedness hallelujah you have nothing to do with the Things that God hates. And now turn with me to the book 
Approvals. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. Is a very popular scripture. Proverbs 1 verse 7. I'm reading from the NIV. And I will also read from other translations too. So as to give us a proper understanding of what we are here to do today. Now let me read from NIV. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You see that? But fools despise wisdom and discipline. Let's look at the New King James Version. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Let's look at NLT. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Only fools despise wisdom and discipline. Now let's look at the message. Start with God, the first step in learning is bowing down to God. Only fools thumb their roses at such wisdom and learning. Okay, let's look at the, the Amplified. It says, the reverence, you see, the reverence does fear. They translated to me reverence. The reverence and watchful fear of the Lord is the beginning and the principal and choice part of knowledge. In brackets, it's starting point and it's excess. But fools despise skillful and godly wisdom, instruction and discipline. Okay, uh, I would like to read from the last translation here. I want to also read from um, the Living Bible. Okay, the Living Bible. I will also read it from Living Bible, the Living Bible, the Living Bible. He said, "How does a man become wise?" The first step is to trust and reverence the Lord. Only fools refuse to be taught. You see? He said, how does a man become wise? The first step is to trust and reverence. Okay? Trust and reverence the Lord. Hallelujah. Now let's go back to NIV. NIV says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and discipline. 
that is to say the fear of the Lord can be defined as knowing the Lord as acknowledging who God is and obeying what he says we should do. And we can also define it to me putting away every foolish thing that have nothing to do with the wisdom of God. That have nothing to do with making us wise as the children of God. Hallelujah. Mm. We can also define the fear of the Lord as the absolute reverence and worship of the only true God. And that is to say, it is in worshipping and reverencing of God that believers walk out of foolishness. Hallelujah. Praise God. Guess you are following me. That is to say, any man or woman who does not fear God does not yet know God because we can only fear God if we know Him. Now, look at it, he said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but he said, But fools despise wisdom and discipline. It is the fear of the Lord that brings knowledge wisdom and discipline which which is self-control hallelujah now, let me go back to the living bible and read that portion again is that how does a man become wise the first step is to trust so if you fear the lord therefore means you trust him And also reverencing. Hallelujah. Now let's look at the word reverence. What is the meaning of reverence? 
let me try the English English um, dictionary let's check the word reverence the word reverence means veneration okay veneration profound hall or and respect normally in a sacred contest an art of showing respect such as bow to worship okay such as bow now that word venerated means to treat with great respect and dif and difference and we also have the word there hall a w e a feeling of fear and reverence okay the fear we are talking about here is not like the fear we have in first in second Timothy chapter one verse seven. Let's look at us let's, let's let's look at our scripture. First second Timothy chapter one. Second Timothy chapter one, look at verse seven. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. Let's look at the New King James version. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. So the fear we are talking about here is different from the one that is in this first Timothy seven. Second Timothy chapter one verse seven is different. This fear here is talking about torments. Now you know that God didn't call us. so as to torment us so the fear that we have for god is the fear which we can also have for our father our earthly fathers but the difference here is that he is a greater father to us and a demand from us to magnify our fear for him why 
because he's the creator of all things. He created us. So if we can have respect for our earthly father to the extent we can, we should do much more better for him. Who is even in charge of our in charge of the life of our earthly parents. So if we fear our earthly parents, much more should we do for him. Now the fear of God is not to torment us, as I've said before. It's not to bring you um it's not to bring you torment. It is not to bring you timidity. It is not to be afraid to approach God. Are, are you getting it? Now, look, how do I know? Look at um, uh, the book of Philippians. Hallelujah. Praise God. The book of Philippians, chapter um, no, let's use the book of Hebrew. Sorry, not Philippians, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Verse 16. Let me read from the New King James Version of the Bible. Hear what the scripture says. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Now look at uh, NIV. Say, Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence you can approach something with confidence when you have fear so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need how will you be able to find confidence to approach somebody who you are afraid of there is no way you are going to be able to find confidence. How can you come boldly? The absence of boldness is fear of being afraid or timid. Hallelujah. Let me read that scripture again. Uh, in um, using a TLV, Hebrews chapter, and the Lord give us understanding. Hebrews chapter four, verse sixteen. Like I said before, I'm using a different translation so that we can have a better understanding. So let us come boldly to the very throne of God and stay there to receive his mercy and to find grace to help us in our time of need. In our times of need. You can only approach somebody 
boldly if we are in love with the person we are going to approach. Hallelujah. So the fear of God also represents the love of God to a believer. The love of God to a believer. Now let's see something. Um, look at um, Hebrews chapter 12. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Now let's look at Hebrews chapter 12. Then let's start reading from verse 5. I'm reading from NIV. And you have forgotten that the word of encouragement that addresses you as sons. My son, do not make lights of the lost discipline. And do not lose out when he rebukes you. Because the Lord disciplines those he loves. Okay, the King James says the Lord chastises those he loves. That's verse 6. Now, because the Lord disciplines those he loves. And he punishes everyone he accepts as his son. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as sons. For what son is not disciplined by his father? If you are not disciplined, and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are illegitimate children are not true sons you see is that if you are not disciplined like the way others are being disciplined just like the way every other person is under god is then you are illegitimate children are not true sons illegitimate children what would that mean children that are illegal children there's a vagabond okay now look at verse 9. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us. Remember, I'm still connecting this one, this scripture here to Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. Moreover, we have we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more? Should we submit to the Father of our spirits, as in charge, is in charge of our spirit and life? See verse ten. Our fathers disciplined us for a little while, as they thought best. 
but God disciplines us for our good that we may share in his holiness. Are you seeing it? When you go through discipline, it helps you to acknowledge the fear of God in your life. It helps you to recognize the work of God in your life. But why many of us are running away from this fear of God today is because we don't want to be sons. Neither do we want to be daughters of God. And not until you partake of this discipline, not until you participate in this reverence, you know nothing about God. Then, like the scriptures say, such a one becomes an illegitimate charge. A child that is loose, a child that is without restraint, therefore means that such child will behave and out foolishly, according to Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. Now look at verse 11 of Hebrews chapter 12. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. So there is pain. In the fear of God. Hallelujah. There is what? Pain in the fear of God. <laughs> Praise God. I want you to go back and listen to my messages on um, the cost of discipleship. The cost of discipleship. Uh, our advice, you want to listen to that, um, to that message. To that podcast it's available there you can download it and listen to them i treated this thing jesus christ said if anyone will come after me let him what take his cross and follow me and he said no man putting his hand on the plow looking back his feet for the kingdom so the fear of god is painful to your flesh To your ambition, to your pursuits. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a heart of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. So one who have not undergone the training of God can never acknowledge the fear of God in his or her life. I believe that's uh, uh, much of what we have today in our church, in our churches, where people hide under grace to live life waywardly, to live life without restraint to live life anyhow. Praise God. But I pray for you that the Lord God Almighty will open your eyes that you may understand 
Hallelujah. That you may gain understanding. That your hearts will be filled with light, flooded with lights, with the revelation of God's word. Hallelujah. Any man has a fear of God will live by God's instructions. In the same way, the man who does not have the fear of God cannot operate by divine reverence. Now look at Hebrews chapter 3 verse 7. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 7, you see. He said, Do not be wise in your eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Fear the Lord and shun evil. Hebrews chapter 14 verse 16. Hebrews 14 16. The wise man fears the Lord and shuns evil. But a fool is hot-headed and reckless. It's without control. Without control. How are we living our life if we are to compete with what we are reading from this scripture tonight? How can we ref better reflect our life in accordance with what we have here? God is not a masquerade. So it's not that kind of masquerade fear we are talking about. God is not a monster. Is not Batman. Is not Bruce Lee. Neither is he Jackie Chan. Is not a commando. <laughs> God is not an antagonist. Neither is he a protagonist. Is not your enemy. Who is looking for a way to hunt you down? It's not your rival at all. We can also say the fear of God is what is what brings out the best in the life of a believer. Hallelujah. The fear of God, we can also say, draw you closer to God. The fear of God makes you run away from iniquity. The fear of the Lord is that you put God first in everything that you do. That is the fear of God. That is the fear of God. The fear of God, the wisdom of God. 
Now look at um, Job 28, 28. He said, And he said to man, And he said to man, The fear of the Lord, That is wisdom. And to shun evil is understanding. Now look at this again. Let me read it with uh, New King James Version. Job 28:28. And to man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. And all these things proceed from God. You see? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. God, the scripture said, is not the author of confusion. The challenge we have is we ourselves. The challenge we have is we ourselves. Because if we will be able to follow what God has said, then our, script, our life, our future will be bright. Oh, most certainly it would be bright. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ came to live, is to, to, to develop and lay down a certain pattern that every one of us will live thereby. The fear of the Lord is living in absolute obedience to what the Word of God says. Now look at uh, Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews chapter 5. Look at verse 8. Hebrews chapter 5 verse, verse 8. Although he was a son, that's referring to Jesus Christ. Although he was a son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. He learned obedience from what he suffered. Those period he was going through suffering, he was being built up. No man can be built up in this Christendom who have no been through the refining furnace of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Let me read that scripture from um, let me read it using the TLB the Living Bible. And even though Jesus was God's son, he had to learn from experience what it was like to be when obeying meant suffering. <laughs> uh, like that, let me read it again. And even though Jesus was God's son, you see, it is son. You see, it's son again from what we read in um, Hebrews chapter 12. It is son. Those who are the charge of God, they are the one. 
not the ones who are not the child of God. So if you are a child of God, you must go through this training too. And even though Jesus was God's son, he had to learn from experience what it was like, what it was like to be when obeying meant suffering. Remember I said, the fear of God is living what absolute obedience to God's word. So, the obedience of Christ came to his fullness by what he experienced in the process of obeying God's word. Now, if we must continue to be God's children, to be God's sons and daughters, we must keep the fear of God in our heart every day. Now let me read um, that's Hebrews. Okay. Um, sorry. Job. Let me read Job. Uh, Job 28, verse 28. Let me read it using um, a living Bible. Okay. Praise the Lord. The Lord is going to take away everything that we that, that, that is going to stop you or stand as a barrier against you and your savior against you and your god it's going to limit you from enjoying and enduring the fear of god why did i use the word endure because the scripture said it's painful <laughs> to fear God is painful to the flesh. And this is what I'm reading from the Living Bible now. Job 28, verse 28. And this is what he says to all mankind. Look. And this is what he says to all mankind. Look, come on. To fear the Lord is true wisdom. To forsake evil is real understanding. So, if you don't fear God, you don't have wisdom. If you don't reverence God, you don't have wisdom. If you don't worship God, you don't have wisdom. If you worship idol, idols, worship money, you don't have wisdom. You don't have true wisdom. You have a false wisdom. I like that word true. To fear the Lord is true wisdom. To forsake evil is real understanding. So if you don't you somebody that continue evil, it shows that you don't have understanding. But if you forsake evil, you have understanding, you have knowledge, you have revelation, you are lifted. If you have wisdom which is the fear of God um, Joseph had the fear of God that is why he refused to slept with Potiphar's wife Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego 
have the fear of God by refusing to bow down to the golden calf, sorry, to the graven image that was uh, constructed by the Babylonians. Hallelujah. The same also go for Daniel. And the list continues. Because they had what? The fear of God. The fear of God is what will make us have the full inheritance of what God have in store for us. I said God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. How can we tap into it? Is by what? Having the fear of God, which is reverence. Having God to lord it over us. That is how we can have full inheritance. Many of us have entered into our inheritance. Many of us are yet to enter because of the different level at which we are operating. Abraham feared God. That was why he was willing to give up his only son Isaac. How about you? How about me? Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 13. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 13. Here is my final conclusion. Fear God. I'm reading from the Living Bible. Here is my final conclusion. Fear God and obey His commandments. For this is the entire duty of man. Fear God. If you have the fear of God, you can obey Him. Because that's what Hebrews chapter 5 is. It told us concerning Jesus Christ. Praise God. I pray today the Lord will replace every stony heart listening to this message, the heart of flesh, so that we can fully ascribe the fear of God into our hearts. See, Job was a man that feared God. The man feared God. There is a place I like to read. Let's look at Job chapter 2. There's a place I always like to read here. Job chapter 2. Let me look for it. Should we chapter 3 now? Job chapter 2. Let me look at chapter 3. I'm trying to get his scripture here now. Please, this is patience. Me. Let me trace the scripture again. The scripture I like so much. I want to read it to us. Okay. Let me look for it here. The book of Job. The book of Job, Job, Job. You see, every one of us must live 
by the fear of God. If we want to receive from Him, not only do we, not only because we want to receive from Him, also because He's our Creator. We are a clay in His hand, and He's our Potter. We can be nothing without Him. We are nothing without Him. We are nobody without Him. We are finished without Him. We are finished without Him. Okay? Uh-huh. It's Job chapter 2, verse 9. Job 2, verse 9. Let me use the Living Bible. It said, His wife said to him, are you still trying to be godly when God has done all this to you? Cause him and die. But he replied, You talk like some hidden women. Okay, this is the reaction of some believers. What shall we receive only pleasant things from the hand of God and never anything unpleasant? Remember, in Hebrews chapter 12, we read that there is no what? No discipline that is what? Pleasant for the time. But you see the word here, pleasant is coming up again. Shall we receive only pleasant things from the hand of God and never anything unpleasant? So, in all this, Job said nothing wrong. Now, we are reading about the life of Job today. Every one of us, every preacher, everywhere, is referring, about, referring to Job. Why? Because Job was a man who feared God. And his life had become a monument for every one of us to study as believers. For everyone of us as a believer. Now, as I get ready to round up, look at um, Philippians chapter 4. This is a very popular scripture. Philippians in the New Testament, chapter 4, verse. Um, should it be okay? Let me look at chapter 2. Philippians is a place I want to show to us there. Mm, hallelujah. We must stay focused from time to time. We must visit our eyes on the Lord. Because from Him alone comes our help. The fear of God, we, we might have been taught the wrong way. But I believe at the end of this message, you have a better understanding of what we mean by the fear of God. God don't hate you. 
No, he don't hate you. He loves you. The proof of his love for you is that you fear him. You do what? You fear him. Okay, look at um, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. Look at NIV. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. We say, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Fear what? Trembling. Look at NLT. Dearest friends, you were always so careful to follow my instructions when I was with you. And now that I'm away, you must be even more careful to put into action God's saving work in your lives. And how did he say you will be able to achieve that? Obeying God with deep reverence and fear. <laughs> that is the only guaranteed way our salvation will be preserved. There is no other way. Look at it in the, um, the Living Bible. Philippians 2.12 Dearest friends, when I was dear with you, you were... Always so careful to follow my instructions. And now that I'm away, you must be even more careful to do the good things that result from being saved. Obeying God with deep reverence. Shrinking back from all that might displease him. All that might displease him. What they say you should do? You abstain and Stay clear from it. So the perfection of our faith, the perfection of our faith, the completion of our love and hope in the Lord God Almighty, in the Son and in the Spirit, is rooted in the fear of God. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for everyone that are heard this message and those who are going to hear after now on the internet everywhere. I pray that Lord God Almighty, their hearts will be open to accommodate your word, to feed upon your word, and to live by this message. Father, teach us your fear. Teach us your fear, your reverence, your whole, your worship. Thank you, excellent Father. Thank you, King of Glory. And I also pray that as many who have heard this word and those who have heard this word now and those who are going to hear this word after now 
I pray, Lord God Almighty, that their hearts will be receptive in the name of Jesus, that their hearts will be open to accommodate you more and more into their life. And I pray for those who are sick from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I declare you healed in the name of Jesus in every part of your body, in your blood, your kidney, in your hearts, every aspect of your life, major or minor, they are healed. Your mental ability, they are all healed. Your business that is dying, I call them back to life in the name of Jesus. Your academics, your job, your career, they are healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father. Your finances are healed in the name of Jesus. I call for the help of God upon you from everywhere, even from the farthest part of the earth, in the name of Jesus. God bless you all. Please join us to publish this message everywhere. Share the links with everybody that you know, your friends and family, on the different platforms. As you are in, as you do so, may the Lord God bless you, sustain you, cause his light and countenance to shine upon you, and be gracious to you in Jesus' name. God bless you till I come your way again next time. I remain your brother, Samson. And if you are also listening to this message for the first time, you are not born again, say this prayer after me. Otherwise, what I have taught today cannot benefit you anyway because you must be a son you must be a daughter to walk in the fear of God say after me say father I come to you today I ask that you take my sin away I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior I believe he died for my sin and he was resurrected back again to life. Now, I have the newness of life. I am no more a sinner because he have taken it, my, my, he have taken my sins away. I am a child of God now. From today, Jesus Christ, I accept your Lordship over my life. To be the Lord and Savior over my life. From this moment on, and always, in Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you.